Boom. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Strike Thoughts. Very excited to talk about this fight. Pete, how you doing, bruv? What fight? <laughs> Main event, mate. Felder. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. It's yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I got a PS5 today, Peter. I'm drinking uh, to celebrate. So you're doing better than me then. Hey, did you try it all today or how's it? What have you done? Oh, God, no. Jesus. My mate sent me a screenshot and it was like, I, don't, I think it might have been Argos. I swear it said like there was like 100 odd thousand people in the queue. <laughs> it's been mad. Curry's had like 30,000 people in the queue. Game had a queue. Um, to look go to the game website, it mm. said, you are now in a queue. Your estimated time to wait is like two hours and all this stuff. Mate, Jesus mental. Christ. But yeah, shout out what's John that? Lewis. Wait, what's that? Is that online? All online, isn't it? Yeah, it's all online. I suppose you could just, that's not too bad. You just leave your laptop on or whatever. Just yeah, I guess. But then they're all sold out anyway. That. Fucking mad. Actually, it's mad, isn't it? It's yeah. Crazy. I don't see, like, but it's weird. Cause my, um, uh, uh, Brendan sent, uh, Bruce's brother, Brendan sent me like a screenshot or a picture of him with it next to his like telly and that. And I was like, oh, what, like, what'd you get with it? And he's like, oh, you just get this, I can't remember what it was called, some thingy bob game that sort of shows you how to use the controller. It's, more, oh. it's probably like a, tutorial game just to like show you all the new features and stuff like that but he was like i've not even really got anything with it <laughs> it's just like but everyone's rush going out to get this fucking console and there ain't really nothing out for it but there's some you can download games can't you it's not just yeah, about, yeah, yeah. you know but i've it's got I, i've got nba though and i so it's fine oh okay <laughs> <laughs> I've got the because I bought the Mamba edition. Uh, then it gives me uh, it gives me the PS5 version as part of the bundle because I paid fucking eighty five quid for it. Anyway, oh, Peter. Oh, that's that's what I'll get as well then. Yeah, yeah, you will do. You will do. All right, let's crack on with this card then, Pete. I want to start with the first fight, obviously, which was the first prelim. It was Dante Ma- uh, Dante Mays against Roque Martinez, Battle of the Heavyweights, uh, the chunks to Roque Martinez against Dante Mays. Uh, this was uh, a decision in the end for Dante Mays. What did you think? this fight Pete yeah cause that, so my uh, so Rock, was it Rocco 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 yeah Rocco yeah he was he obviously got smashed by Romanov wasn't it, in, it. over the summer mm-hmm. um, and yeah he did so, to, to be honest fair play to him he come out even though like, like the size of him and that he lasted all three rounds and sort of I think he even come out with the intention of not being round three he just come out swinging his corner was like look you, you need to go for the knockout I've like I think he like he was trying, but um, yeah, the other guy looked good, looked decent. He did look good. It was a bit of a strange one because I felt like both fighters were going for the clinch when they should be striking. Like they're both striking, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was a really, really close fight. But they just both just kept kept going for the clinch. It was quite frustrating to watch, but. You always want to knock out winners heavyweights. Maybe we've been spoiled over mm. the years with, with knockouts, but it was still an entertaining fight. It's, it's mad. You look at Martinez and you just think, you know, the way he looks, but his cardio is so fucking mad. These big guys, even Romanov, like, so weird, isn't it? They've got the, these, these cardios, but they look like that. It's mad. Yeah, I wonder, like, you wonder what they eat. Like, obviously, if you... So you must work out, like, fucking madmen, but they're not... I guess they're not trying to, like, do it for to get a better looking body or to like, do you know what I mean? Or to feel better about themselves. It's more like, I wonder whether people like that eat what they want, but just train hard as well. Yeah. Like it's obviously to stay a heavyweight. Otherwise he could just go down and down and down. But like, yeah, fuck knows. Like, it's, it's weird, isn't it? Just that sort of cardio you can have at that size. So weird. It's kind of like you've got, you know, ultra marathon running fit, but then you've got fighting fit. Do you know what I mean? It's different. Like that, <laughs> they can go three rounds, no problem. It's just, yeah, yeah. it's mad. It's absolutely mental. But it was a really, 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 really good fight. 
Alex Morono against Reese McKee was the next fight in the welterweight division. Reese McKee from Northern Ireland. Really good first round for Morono. Really, really picking his shots, not trying to force it. I felt like Reese was trying a bit too hard in this one. He did well in round two. Um, but yeah, I just felt like Morono had, had a bit too much for him. What do you think of this one, Pete? Yeah, uh, did he finish him? No, no, unanimous decision win. It was it. This was the one where he lost his mouthpiece, right? Down yeah, I was going to say your boy Herzog. Your boy Herzog <laughs> yeah, yeah. was doing really. <laughs> Mate, he's so he's so fucking good. Um, it was funny. It was funny though as well. Like, but um, yeah, I think it. I think I think they nail on the head when they said he was trying too hard in the first round. And like, is it Bisping? Was Bisping on? Was it? Yeah, it was Bisping and Brendan. Yeah, Bisping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they were saying like, yeah, he was just trying too hard and. And then obviously in the second round he sort of got a bit more comfortable, but he was still he was in it all the way. But um, yeah, that Lee fucking took his face like reddened up straight away when it, what they call him the Irish zombie. Yeah, <laughs> like that's fucking. He just kept walking forward, but it, yeah, his face reddened up. But he was taking too many shots. But fair play to. I mean, to to come from that, obviously you get beaten from Kamzat to come and like he's come back in and they've done well. So yeah, no, absolutely fair fair play to him. It was, uh, yeah, I think he was just maybe looking for it too hard. He's only 25, I think they said. So, um, you know, he's still young, yeah. still got a lot to learn. And he's, even Bisping was saying while he was fighting, you know, this guy looks like a future star. And it's weird to say to, about someone who's getting battered, but I, I agree with him. I felt like he's got all the, the makings for, um, for a future star there. The third yeah. fight of the night, again, was a decision. I was thinking, come on, guys, let's come on. How many decisions are we going to have here? But it was Geraldo Gerald, De Freitas against Tony Gravely in the Bantamweight division. Pretty much a lot of control from Gravely. Geraldo was really, really dangerous off his back. But, uh, yeah, control from, from, from Tony in this one, just resting in him and making him hold his weight. It was a bit, not, not, not too much action in this one, Pete. No, he was a, a, the, the the main thing was he just impressed me with his wrestling. It was like whenever he wanted to take him down, it was like legit, like straight away, boom, put him on his ass. Then he and he weren't. He said he weren't worried about the submissions either, even though he was throwing them up quite a bit. But yeah, he just had that wrestler mentality, like like worn him down. Yeah, definitely. Gerardo had that kind of long, kind of wiry frame, but yeah, Gravely was just, mm. just too much for him. Then we had Randa Marcos against uh, Kanako Murata. It went to a decision. Against Again, and uh, this was um, an impressive, impressive uh, performance for Murata. Most fights mm. in strawweight history for Marcos, which is mad. She's tied with Angela Hill. But this was Murata's debut, Pete. What did you think of her? Fucking hench. Mate, mad. She's <laughs> one. <laughs> them are. Them are them fucking are. Big up. Well, nearly big as arms, mate. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, she, yeah, she was good, though. Like the, the, again, like two wrestlers in a row just sort of... Outclass the other, outclass the other people. Really, she didn't. Yeah, she didn't really do a lot, Marcos. Did she, Marcos? No, she's just being dominated. She's just being dominated, really. Um, and it was down. It just shows how important wrestling is, bro. You can be the best striker in the world, but if you feel yeah. just going to get taken down, it was mad that it was her debut as well. She looked so comfortable in there. I thought. Yeah, I think they didn't. She say that they, she was champion in in Victor or something. I think she won it over there, and then mm. yes, yeah, I like all this shit. Like all like people coming over and that. It's like it's, it is a bit like because it's unlike boxing. It's like which organization has got the best people? It's fucking. It's so exciting. It's like so it's almost like WWE sort of thing. Like yeah, but you because there used to be like, did you like SmackDown or did you watch Raw? And it's yeah, like yeah, oh, who's, yeah. got the, who's got the but yeah, but the SmackDown's got the Rock. Yeah, but Raw's got this person. It's like it's fucking exciting. It's so funny. Vince McMahon is such a business genius. He created a rivalry between two shows that he fucking owns anyway. I know. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like I swear some people didn't 
didn't used to watch one of them. Yeah, like, fuck that one. Like, people, people who love wrestling, they'd be like, oh, no, fuck that, I don't watch Raw. I haven't got the rock on it. It's like, what? It's like, Jesus. Hilarious, hilarious. All right, Pete, moving on to the, moving on to the main card. Mate, this next fight, Kay Hansen against, um, against Corey McKenna, like, this was a three-round war. This was, honestly, um, I don't like to differentiate too much and say women's fights and men's fights, but this was, I'm just going to say fights in general, because this was... One of the greatest fights I've seen like for a really, really long time. Hanson looked brilliant in the first round. Great exchanges, really close. Some amazing ground scrambles, some amazing transitions. Uh, and in the end, Corey McKenna got the win. I felt like maybe it could have been potentially a draw. I don't feel like any fight I deserve to lose. But yeah, what did you think about this one, bruv? Was this the one that people kept tweeting about? The long legs? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that one. Yeah, yeah. There was a... oh, do you know what? That's funny. I've got to ask you about that one because... Um, no, 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 sorry. That was, I think you're thinking of Ashley Oda against Miranda Granger. I was, I was just about to say, why are you calling that one of the greatest fights you've seen? <laughs> I was like, mate, I've got, that, I've got that well mixed up. What the fuck am I thinking of? Yeah, no, Kay Hansen yeah, I, I, was a good one. Which one's, oh, sorry, the little Welsh girl. Yes. Yeah, sick. yeah sorry, the little Welsh, yeah, yeah, I remember now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it was, yeah, wasn't it? Like, they both, yeah, they both come out just fucking Going for guns it. blazing. Yeah, just like, I was a bit worried about Corey McKenna at the start because all she kept throwing was like one two mm. but then Bisping was like well, like it's landing like every time and then she kept throwing like a left hook after it and it was just like let, going over and over and then yeah it was like a proper back and forth but yeah it was a fucking really good fight really really entertaining there so fair play to both of them I'm really excited to see Kay Hansen and McKenna again they were talking about Kay Hansen and just saying about how she was, uh, she kind of, as soon as she saw the first Ronda Rousey fight, she went and joined her nearest gym and tr- started training MMA and all this kind of stuff. And it's like amazing mm. to see that you got these people that their dreams to be in the UFC and they make it. I, I just love seeing shit like that, man. Mm. Next fight, Pete, was, and again, this is one of those ones that happened with Giga the other day where we got them, we talked about the main card and the prelims on the episode before, and this was set as a prelim. So when we got to the main card and I hadn't seen Sean Strickland yet, I was like, where's Sean Strickland? But it got moved to the main card. Sean Strickland against Brendan Allen. Two wins in two weeks for Sean Strickland. What a performance. Throwing stuff out there, doing some major damage. Just what did you think of this one, Pete? It looks like, when I was watching it, he looks like a young Bisping. Yeah, he you know, does. When Bisping first come in, he had that shaved head and just like that sort of, just that striking style, throws out a shitload of the shots and just like, yeah, it was good. It was good because, you know, Brendan Allen has been on a fucking bit of a tear. Like, it's, it's just, yeah, to do, it, to do it against someone like that after, was it two weeks? Mm, two, two fights two weeks in two weeks. Yeah, it was looking good. The way he was throwing shots as well, he wasn't like, there was no like wind-ups, there was no, pre- no. he literally was just like touching, touching, touching. I swear like, them, them, ones, them ones look and sound like just more spiteful. Yeah. They're just like, right, rather than them big yeah. swinging ones and it's like, did that really hit or was it more the glove? You got these little spiteful like pinging shots and it was just like fucking landing over and over. Really, really impressive. And he was just saying that he's got these two fights in two weeks now. You know, he doesn't want to rush back in there now because he's kind of proved his point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, he's been off for two years after that motorbike accident. So he's just kind of doesn't want to rush it, wants to get back in there, but doesn't want to get back in there feeling kind of as drained as he was. But I, I just, I'm really excited by him, bruv. I think he looks great. That's probably the first person I've heard say that since lockdown. Yeah. Everyone else has been like, oh, I want to get back in there next week. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
that is no, good. Fair play to him, though. No, fair play to him. Absolutely smashed it. Yeah, Pete, the next one was the all the legs. Legs 11. Ashley Yoda yeah, against Miranda Grager. Some mad scrambles. Uh, Yoda actually tried at one point a cartwheel flip to try and get her back. <laughs> really strange at the end of the round. They also, um, there was a bit where they ended up in like a weird north-south position. Um, and uh, Yoda was trying to get the choke in, in round three. It was a unanimous decision win for Ashley Yoda. I thought both fighters looked really, really good. What did you think of this one, Pete? So, I was just thinking just now, like when you said it was one of the greatest fights you've seen in a long while, I was like, am I gonna, am I gonna break this to him? That I don't think it was. <laughs> <laughs> All I had to say was like, is this one of the long legs? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, it was, it was, it was decent. It was fair enough. But I think Bisping and that picked up on it. He just, but then it was weird afterwards. Like Yoda was like, oh yeah, I really, I love, I've fallen in love with jujitsu and all this sort of stuff and it's like we well, didn't really try and use it enough it's like you fucking you weren't going for the finish really and it was just I'm not saying she the other girl was there for the taking she was doing well to like stay in there but like I'd, yeah it was just a bit flat she didn't really sort of start trying till the end it's like yeah that's when she should try to sink in the choke i was going to ask you hmm. about that tweet because someone tweeted saying all i can see in this fight is legs i feel like if a male had tweeted that I feel like it'll it, be... Cat- was like- it a woman? Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I, I didn't take it as that. I, so I sort of saw what they meant. It was like an entanglement of like lanky legs. It's yeah, just like, yeah. Like, as if, I don't know what, like if Kendall Grove was fighting fucking John Jones or something, it would just yeah, be like yeah. leg, legs and arms everywhere. But like, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, fucking hell, if that was a, if that was a bloke. If that was a bloke. It'd be, I don't think it would have the same, the, quite the same reaction. But yeah, no, I, she, she, she had a point though. She had a point though. She had a point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. That's all that really happened. (laughs) Well, do you know what? To be fair, there was a lot of decisions up until that point. Obviously, Strickland had a great knockout, but I would happily sit through decision after decision after decision if there's at least one fight on the card that was like Abdul Razak Hassan against Chaos Williams. As Abdul Razak Hassan was walking to the ring, the look on Chaos's face, he was just staring him down, not breaking mm. eye contact with him, mean mugging him so much. And then Pete, he lands an absolutely ridiculous right hand, pretty much the first right hand that was thrown, lands flush, makes Hassan go stiff as a board, bruv. Mad. Mm. Yeah, it was, I, don't, I noticed that. Sometimes you, I don't know what to think. When I see someone doing that, like thousand yard stare, like keeping their eyes on someone, and then you see Razak sort of like calm and just sort of like pacing back and forth. It's like you can't, you don't know how to take it. Mm. Um, but then yeah, when he, yeah, just fucking hell, yeah, that it was like it was a great finish. But like, I didn't, I can't remember his first knockout this year. Then that was like, was it this year under? That was under thirty seconds as well, wasn't it? Who chaos they said? Yeah, they said he had one before this, and everyone was saying, "Oh, he's, he beat it's just he, he beat um he beat Morono actually." He beat Morono. Uh, Morono was the guy who was on this card that beat the Northern Irish guy. Oh, really? Yeah. What? They don't they don't look the same size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, wait, he did. Yeah, that that was his. Uh, in in his. Uh, that's who he beat in his. Um, yeah, Abdul Razak Hassan, Chaos Williams, and they're, they're welterweights. And uh, oh, okay. in 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 Chaos's uh, debut, he beat he beat Morono. Yeah. Oh, I must have missed that one then. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was, it, was, it was sick in the replay. Like you see, Razak was throwing a leg kick. Because I, I, at first I was like, oh my God, he's lifted him off his feet, which he sort of did. But like when you see it from behind Chaos, as Razak throws like a right, I think he's like throwing a right low kick to his calf. And obviously as it gets there, you think 
like if you picture it in your head, you, Razak's feet are going to be together. Mm. Like sort of his right foot's coming up past his left foot to kick Chaos's like, and just as he just as it got there, the right hand lands. So it looked like his fucking just his two feet were like up, like yeah. flying out from underneath as if he just slipped on ice or something. He just slipped like, over, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You see Dana in the background just jump up. He's like, oh, I think he actually got up and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking good yeah I'm really really excited to see Chaos Williams again now what a name as well what a name I know especially in, to back it up as well he's had two knockouts in under 30 seconds and it's like I love them people that I know you can't we don't know what else he's got really yet like so like hopefully he's got more than that because obviously you don't want to start relying on just that one punch but like if he had, but having that sort of weird power is just like exciting especially yeah. in like welterweight as well mad yeah, absolutely, mad. He's like built, built like a middleweight though. The way he throws and the power and stuff yeah. he's got is just yeah, unbelievable. So I was really, really impressed to to see him. I'm sure Abdul Razak Hassan will be back. I'm no, you know, uh, peaks and troughs. So you, you win some, you lose some. I'm sure he'll be back, and we're, I'll be excited to see either of these fighters again. And finally, Pete, a fight that I loved. Two fighters that I love. Really, really excited just to get your thoughts on this one. Paul Felder against RDA. Amazing fight. Felder looking really sharp, but RDA just looked amazing. An absolutely grueling war. RDA was just wearing him down. Great takedowns, great slams. And RDA actually uh, uh, became second in the amount of hours spent in the octagon. Number one is uh, little Frankie Edgar. But RDA is now second in, in the total time spent within the octagon. It was an amazing performance from RDA and an equally um, unbelievable performance from Felder. Give me your thoughts on this one, Pete. Yeah, I was happy it went the distance. Obviously, like I, I weren't too sure what sort of Felder was going to turn up, whether he was going to be like cut too much weight. But he still looked, to be honest, he still looked to defend the submissions and keep getting back up like on five days. Was it five days notice? Five days. I know they said he was, and he obviously he did look different as well. Because I remember when he fought Hooker, he looked fucking shredded, like a bit, like a lot more muscle on him and that. And this time he was a lot more lean because they said he was getting ready for a triathlon. Mm. Um, so obviously that's why he had the cardio to keep going. But he said afterwards, I didn't have the strength, like the grappling sort of strength training. Um, but to be fair, like even I think it was maybe round two or three. You know when the coach gives him a bit of encouragement. I think it was after round two. So when he come out for round three, because yeah. usually they he's wait, don't they? Dad and he's, yeah, 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 yeah. Usually, usually they wait and it, they wait too long. It's like round five. It's like, oh, you've got to go after him now. It's like, no, nah, I tell him early and they mm. he come out in round three and just look fucking crisp. Like, throwing, I, I honestly think if, if there weren't no takedowns or there weren't no grappling, he would have, he would have fucking beat him. Oh yeah. He's, he's, I thought his striking looked so much better. All I remember, really remember RDA landing is like some left hands, which sort of like, was was hurting and like cut cut Felder, but Felder had the knees, the kicks, just like just like every like everything. He's striking them fucking wicked. But Chris. that's why I'm sort of, I'm I'm glad he did say afterwards like I'm not going anywhere because after five days notice putting on a performance like that, it's like that's probably giving him a boost now. And he said he's still only thirty six. So and with fucking Khabib gone, everyone seems to be interested in lightweight division now. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got a bit more of a more of a chance. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad that he said what he said as well. I, I want to spend some time just talking about each fighter, then just starting with um, RDA because he he did win. He's now mm. I think Felder was ranked number seven, I believe. So RDA would just automatically go back in. They're coming back into lightweight, and he made a very good point at the end, Pete, because he said that. 
the only two legit champs, you know, in lightweight, he said that he never lost his title and Connor never lost his title. So he called out Connor and said the, the fight to make would be Connor RDA. Is that something you'd be interested in? Do you agree with him? Um, I, don't, I, I, I don't know what to like. It's, it's all up in the air at the moment. There's some interesting things they could do, but like, I, don't, I, I honestly think if, if, Whoever wins out of Conning and Conning, uh, Conning and Dustin, yeah. um, Connor and Dustin, yeah. I reckon they're next in line. Um, and then I reckon they let they they either be another fight, either for the title. I think it might be like Gaethje versus someone, or there'll be another another higher ranking lightweight fight, and then the winner will fight. I, I, I really don't see Connor if say Connor wins. And then it's like, oh yeah, but do you want to fight RDA before a title shot? It's like he, he ain't going to do that. He'd just be like, no, I want the title shot straight away. Mm. So I think, obviously, I think it was a shame we never saw that fight. It would have been good to see it when it was meant to happen. But um, I'm not sure. I reckon, I reckon RDA probably fight someone else first. But what would be the title? So you said Connor beats Dustin, and then gets a title fight. So in the lightweight division, with Khabib relinquishing the belt, what happens? Is there a fight set up for the belt that we know of, or? No, nothing yet. What they've and obviously and still you've got Dana coming out saying he's going to come back. So right. like, I don't know what's going. I, I don't think he'll come back straight away. I reckon he'll be. I don't know. I don't. Because because I guess Gaethje was the interim and he was the last guy to fight for the title. I think maybe he should fight whoever he fights should be for the belt, and then the winner of Dustin Connor should fight that person. Mm. But but then I don't know. I don't know what they're going to say because Tony's calling out Chandler and Chandler's just sort of um, said no. So that was meant to be. He, he wants to fight him, but he's saying, I'm not I'm not doing it in December. He's saying, I called you out in October or something and Tony said no. So they're sort of bickering and arguing. So it's like... Got big Dan Hooker in there on. as well. Don't forget Dan yeah, Hooker. Dan, yeah, Dan there, Hooker's yeah. in there. Um, Charles Oliveira. I'll go for the rankings. That's, so. Yeah, that's the other one. Yeah, Charles, yeah, Charles Oliveira. Justin Gaethje is number one. Then we've got Dustin, Tony, Connor, Dan Hooker, RDA, uh, Charles Oliveira, Paul Felder, Diego Ferreira, uh, Ally Quinta, Kevin Lee. So, mad That'd division. Man. I'd like to see Oliveira against RDA. Like two jiu-jitsu guys, like, good striking. But, yeah. Um, good. Um, yeah. And then, but I think RDA deserves to move up, you know, the, the rankings the way he did. And, and then secondly, just finishing off before we preview a little bit about this upcoming card this weekend, Pete, Felder. So Felder said he's not finished. He said that um, in the post fight, he just said, look, it's not about, he said, I might move down the rankings, but I just want to take, he, he kind of done a full 180 and he's like, I just want to take fights now. I want to put on exciting fights for the fans. I want to, you know, and, and, and like you said, that he's, he's not done. And what do you think holds, is the, the future holds for, for, for Paul Felder now? Yeah, right. Like that, that's a sort of, that's almost like that loss was like a win because it was like, everyone saw what he'd done on five days notice. So everyone knows with a full training camp, he might have won. And he like he can do he can do better than that, and he didn't look out of out of sorts. Um, and just yeah, with everything popping in the moment, in especially in like because it's I know that I'm not like moaning about it. Like it was obviously he was so dominant while he was champion, but it's opened it up because there's so many strikers out there now, mm. and it's like and they're not just guys that can strike; they're like fucking legit killers in like the lightweight division. And it's going just I think striking wise, it's like one of the best divisions like out there at the moment. Um, 
and you can't really like call fights either. It's not like, oh yeah, but this guy can take this guy down and can win. It's like, nah, this all of them are like fifty fifty at the moment. It's fucking it's exciting. Great. I was watching I was watching some stuff on Chandler as well. I, w- I watched his podcast with Joe Rogan and then watched some of his fights. It's fucking he's I think he hasn't had like the sort of pedigree like fighting certain people that the others have, but mm. just his style and stuff, he's fucking I think he's like it could be like champion. But yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Is he coming from Bellator? Was he Bellator champ? Yeah, two time Bellator champion. Um I think he had two like wars with Eddie Alvarez, two like five round wars. Um he reckons he won one of them. Uh but yeah, he's he's fucking he's he's got like knockout power in his right hand and he's like a legit wrestler as well. He's got like he's like a cardio machine, so it's like it'd be interesting. I'd love to see like him against Gaethje, I think. Yeah, that'd be sick. That'd be the one to make. Is he more of like a wrestler or a striker then? He's a striker, is he? He's more of a striker, but he can just use his wrestling whenever he wants. Like he can just like take people down. Like Benson Henderson, he had two good fights with him. Nice. Um, I think he won decision, and then he knocked him out. So yeah, it'd be interesting. Everyone sort of mo- like saying, "Oh, you don't know what the UFC's like. You're not going to be able to handle it, and all this and that." But he's just, even hearing him talking on Joe Rogan, he said he's like turned a corner like however many years ago. Mm. Now he's just like fully focused, like looks after himself, and it's just that's a fucking exciting. Yeah, you got Tony calling him out. You got a fucking big, big cowboy coming down saying he's having another run at one fifty-five. Great, <laughs> you look in good shape, mate. Fucking cowboy versus Felder. They should make that. Oh, mate, that would be amazing. I just want all mm. these guys to just get paydays now. That's what I want, and uh, yeah. you know, hopefully to see him. But yeah, anything else on that card, Pete? Before we preview, uh, preview what's coming up. No, 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 go for it. Yeah, no, go for it. It looks good, this one, coming up. Yeah, some great fights coming up. I'll just quickly brush over the early prelims. Um, Kyle Dolkus is fighting in there. Alan Juban is fighting as well. So that'll be that'll be fun. A couple of fighters that have uh, fought recently within, within lockdown. Daniel Rodriguez, Nicholas Dolby. Antonina Shevchenko is fighting uh, Ariana Lipsky. Yequim uh, Buckley, Pete, the guy who did the old uh, spinning kick. Mm-hmm. On, uh, it was the other dude, wasn't it, from... Uh, Dana White's contender series with the uh, African-sounding name absolutely yeah, yeah. You know, did a spinning kick on him. It was amazing. He's fighting Jordan Wright. And then we've got Brandon Moreno against Brandon Royval. Battle of the Brandons. Um, was, was Moreno the guy that was underdog in one of his last fights and he completely come out like dominated? Yeah, that does ring a bell, actually. Do you, do you remember him? He looked proper slick. Was he the really quiet guy? They were trying to get him to talk after and he was just like, no, no, it's okay. I'll just fight anyone. Like, was, was that, him? that him? Maybe not. I don't think that was him. But his his last fights, he he beat. Um, he was the one that fought. Uh, so he fought uh, Formiga. That was in in March, actually. So the last time he fought was in March. Oh no, that's not the same guy then. Yeah, no. So he hasn't fought for a little while. Um, he's on a two fight win streak. He beat Kai Kara France. Um, so yeah, he's had some uh, some losses before that I go against Pantoja and against Sergio Pettis, but really, really excited to see that one. That's in the uh, flyweight division, so we'll see what happens there. Brandon Royval, fresh off his uh, fight of the night, that was a mad fight he had last time. Do you remember that? What was that one? So Maybe Brandon that's the Royval, <laughs> yeah, he got um, oh, who did who did he fight? I can't even remember. Um, but he was fight of the night. It was a mad like mad mad scramble like a really really mad fight I can't remember who he fought but um did did Moreno was he the one that spinning back elbowed Kai Kara France was that that mad little fight or was that was that before no 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 no, no. no. like I said Moreno hasn't fought for a little while now 
so they wouldn't remember him actually let me see i th- i might have it in here because i just wanted to see uh no, i remember that name roy val he was the one um Oh, I can't remember the guy that he fought. But anyway, it was a wicked fight. And then just moving on to the main card, Pete, Maurizio Shogun, who against Paul Craig in the light heavyweight division. Yes. 15 against 14. Talk to me about this one. Yeah, that'd be fucking sick. That's going to be mad. Big, big, I sort of like, I know, I love I love Shogun. I always have, but fucking going to Paul Craig. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely want Paul to do this. Well, I'm happy either way. I just want to see a good fight, a good fight between them. Mm. Number two ranked women's flyweight, Caitlin Chikagin against number four ranked flyweight, Cynthia Calvillo. That'll be a good one, Pete. Yeah, they're both straight back in there. Who did Caitlin Chikagin just lose to? Yeah, she, I was going to say, she, I think she's just um, just lost, hasn't she? Um, was it was it main event? Or was it fucking not co-main or something? Um, so she, yeah, Jessica Andrade. That was it. Yeah, she yeah, was yeah. on the Ortega um, zombie card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really exciting there. Mike Perry, Pete, Tim Means. Yes. What do you think about this yes. one? A sick fight. <laughs> well, we talk, talk, kid all talks of shit to each other. <laughs> oh, I love it. Mike, <laughs> Mike's just mad, isn't he? It's mad how, Hello. like, he's doing all this madness, knocking people out in restaurants, but he's still just in the UFC under contract. Mental. No. <laughs> Absolutely mental. Still got his missus in his corner, isn't he? Yeah, smashing it. Fair play. Fucking fair play. And then, Pete, we've got the two main events. Valentina Shevchenko against Jennifer Meyer for the women's flyweight. Davison Figueredo against Alex Perez for the men's flyweight. What do you think about these two? I think Valentina is just going to smash it again, I think. Yeah. No, 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 no gold changing end on Saturday night. You think the same for Figueredo as well? Oh, mate, how good he looked against fucking... Thing. He just... I don't... He's like he's got better and better. I don't, he's, and it's come out of nowhere as well. I've seen him over the years, and it's like he's done well, and then he's lost, and he's done well, and then out of nowhere, it looks like something's happened to him, and he's just fucking just scary, just like I that, don't know, that, just, that fight against Benavidez. Yeah, you're right. He yeah. just looked unbelievable, didn't he? Yeah, he didn't. He made Benavidez look like he just didn't like belong in there at all, like yeah. in the title fight. Really, really excited for these ones. Excited to see some gold on the line. Excited to see some five, five rounders. Peter, any other wicked whispers? I saw Connor signed his contract. Is it all official now? Three wicked whispers. One I've already given you. All right, go on. But actually, no, I forgot to give you two. And I, yeah, so yeah, so Connor's signed today. Um, what's that? Yes, January twenty third. Uh, yeah, Cowboy, obviously, one fifty five, and well, oh, Max Holloway versus Kelvin Cater. Oh yeah, yeah, sick. Um, I think that's January as well. Oh, that'll be a great fight. Mm, that's wicked. I forgot about Kaya. Oh mate, the the boxing on the dude is just absolutely unbelievable. Well, that's what that's what I'm excited for. They're both like long rangey boxers, so it's going to be like that's just going to be a fucking stand up boxing match. You, yeah, that's going to be some mad, some mad striking going on there, and then I'm I'm really excited to see Holloway back as well. But the, yeah. uh, it was the, it was Dan Ige, obviously his last fight, Calvin Cater, uh, and then he, he beat Jeremy Stevens as well. Uh, but he lost to Zabit. Where's old Zabit, Pete? What's going on there? Still stuck in Russia, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't know. Didn't the uh, oh thingy ball's been announced as well? I don't. I think everyone knew that because it was just basically got moved. But I think Usman. Burns is February now. Okay, like mid mid February, but oh. hopefully they're. I don't know what happened. I don't know whether someone got injured or COVID. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I just love it week on week. For just uh, just 
fights and fights are coming out. I know we always make these matches in the head, but the good thing about UFC is they actually make the shit happen in real life. I fucking love it. <laughs> I need to start Absolutely. listening to this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, we'll be global soon. Don't worry about that. Peter, light your cap. I've actually got mine here as well. Look at that. Look, oh, look, look, no, look it's because of the air. Look at the but fucking... Yeah, I, no, I can't do nothing with it. I've got no trim going on as well. We're, we're struggling through lockdown here as well. That's it. Um, but hey, ho, listen, Pete, any other Wicked Whispers, mate? Mm. No, I think that's it. I'm just fucking excited. I don't like... It's weird, even like fights like this. I'm not... This ain't like Blockbuster this weekend. Like, I love Valentina yes. more than like Figueredo. But like, it's going to be interesting to see him. But I'm just waiting for that next... I don't even know when the big sort of next Blockbuster fight is. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure they'll have one in December. They've got her. They've got the. Yeah, they've got her, haven't they? I don't know what they have, what they are doing for December. I'm not sure. Why don't but, we um, just have a look at the? Uh, what I can do is just have a look at a few of the upcoming events that are, that are coming up. I've just got the UFC website yeah. open here. So we've got Figueredo Perez this weekend. We've got uh, Blades Lewis coming up. That's it. We've yeah, got, that's good. Um, Hermanson Holland coming up uh, and then we've also got that looks like uh, Junior Dos Santos is fighting as well um, Holloway Cater is January the 1st as you said uh, so yeah Pete we've got some some amazing fights coming up soon really really exciting and uh, well we'll see what happens this weekend eh? Mm. beautiful alright thank you yeah. very much go on, go on. <laughs> no, I was just going to say because well, I watched that Michael Chandler thing I'm gutted he said no to Tony because I think Tony was like let's save that card or whatever like December 20th or whenever it is right that I guess that I guess Burns or Thingy Bob Usman pulled out of and he's just said no but like watching his watching the podcast with Joe Rogan he pretty much says he's never going to do that again because he, he knows from his wrestling career and stuff he always used to say yes he's like I'll take any fight blah 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 but then he just he wouldn't be right mentally and he said he's just been working on his mental game for the last however many years since he fought like Eddie Alvarez twice and I think he said he went on a free fight losing streak so like right. mentally for him that was just tough he went home with his wife they were like just crying they didn't know if he was going to get cut and all this and it's just like to hear him talking now he like meditates and he visualises every win so I'm sort of understand against Tony Ferguson the first fight in UFC is not going to be like yeah I'll fight you on like three weeks notice or fucking yeah yeah, yeah. no no so, no like that he wants to do it properly he wants to do it properly <laughs> fucking Excited. Sorry, no, no, excited to see him. Excited to see him. I'm excited to see the fights this weekend, Peter. We'll let the listeners go. Thank you very much for, for listening. And uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll be in touch Saturday and we'll catch up next week, bruv. Yeah, mate. All right, Sunday, mate. Sunday morning, later. yeah? You're going to do a yeah. Sunday morning job. That's it, Sunday morning, definitely. <laughs> definitely. I want to be committed. Sweet. <laughs> see it. you later. <laughs> see you later, mate.